Hello and welcome to the second episode of the Hypnotic Quixotic. I have a very interesting and compassionate guest. His name is Chip Buttertooth and he traveled extensively throughout the United States not that long ago and had a lot of interesting conversations with homeless people and various other types of people just to get his finger on the pulse of what's happening in this world and why people check out of society and what they feel like they know and don't know. And um, I found Chip on Instagram and I absolutely love all his posts. They're so fascinating. And I reached out and we had a great conversation and I thought that he would make a really spectacular guest on a podcast. So welcome, Chip. Thanks for joining me. Thank you. That was very, very nice of you to reach out. Uh, I haven't listened to the podcast, the previous podcast, but I will. You, you mentioned you talked a lot about uh, Freemasonry and whatnot. And that's a big aspect of what I I uh, seek to unravel. But but yeah, uh, traveled quite a bit and will continue to do so. But um, yeah, I, I don't know where to start. I think. Um, well, why don't you start with um, what compelled you to sort of pack up and take a journey and start to really find out and create your own like yeah. de facto documentary about homelessness and about start with how you decided to do it and then maybe go into what you discovered as yeah, that's it's people. very it's very interesting how that all kind of came about. I uh, I grew up in Delaware and on the East Coast, very close to the house of Joe Biden. I uh, actually met the guy. He went to school with my father, so I grew up in a uh, and you know upper middle class family and went to good schools growing up and and uh, you know I've always been you know kind of on the fringe side of things you know always interested in science and and uh cult cultism uh but never really really got into it too deeply uh because i spent a lot of my youth addicted to drugs okay i was addicted mm -hmm. to opiates in, in particularly and i got addicted to these at an early age i'm 45 now but uh i spent but 25 years addicted to that and in the grips of it. So I, um, a lot of, a lot of the, a lot of the artistic ambitions that I had as a young person kind of dissolved away big time, uh, because you're devoting so much time and energy into, into that other type of lifestyle. So I saw quite a bit, you know, uh, in that lifestyle, uh, met a lot of seedy characters and saw the, Saw both sides of the tracks, if you could you could say that. You know, I, I grew up, you know, with with money, and on the other side, I hung out with people who didn't have it, were criminals, and saw the criminal element of society. So, uh, yeah, uh, getting off of drugs really woke me up. I it was about five years ago. I had a kind of like a Nirvana experience, an enlightenment experience that kind of compelled me to do this. I've always been uh fascinated by homelessness and wanting to help homeless people but 
getting out there and and really living like they do and that's what i did i set out i had a compulsion to just get out there and backpack and to live like they do and to see exactly what skid row is like for example in, in los angeles or uh it doesn't matter what city you go to they have these tent communities or or homeless communities you know and um you are shocked by the depravity and, and the criminality, obviously, but there is really a lot of humanity there too, which was uh, which was amazing to to experience firsthand, you know. And I would do a little experiments. I would go and and um, I remember I set out from New York City uh, originally, New York City down to Florida, and then from Florida or Arkansas. And from Arkansas to LA and back again. And uh, <laughs> each time I'd go with literally nothing in my pocket, you know, to see how far I could survive, to see how they survived, to see what you can get for free. And um, I used to do these little experiments where I'd, I'd help people because I had like kind of like a, a uh, background in promotion and advertising and whatnot for my fam for my family business and whatnot i'm just good at it adept at it so i would help people with their signage you know you see people on the, on the side of the street and they're holding these <laughs> holding these signs you know i need help i need you know food and all this stuff and and they're panhandling for money and uh so i would help them i would i would i'd redo their sign for them make it easier <laughs> make it more like an advertisement they'd have like a whole life story on their on their on their cardboard and and I'd be like, listen, nobody's reading that. They're, you've got two seconds to get to get their attention. You need to like simplify this. So that's what I would do. And I would sit there in New York City, for example, and I literally, literally, I would sit down to every next to every homeless person uh, if they allow me, and I'd ask them, how did you become homeless on the streets in New York City? And, you know, the backgrounds are just all over the place. I mean, these are real people, just like you and I. Some do not want to be homeless, obviously. Uh, it's a rough life, but others enjoy the freedom of it, you know. Mm -hmm. So I would, you know, help, you know, some people get off the streets and show them where to go and where they can get free free stuff and, and help. And I remember one guy, and in, in, in this was in New York, he said, uh, I said, do you need help getting off the streets? He said, what are you talking about, man? He said, I'm free. He said, you're a slave. Wow. Yeah. And it snapped in my head. It clicked in my head when he said that. I was like, <laughs> I was like, this guy's got a real point, man. And, and I started to see the disconnect from society, which is inherently evil. Okay. Mm -hmm. If anybody who believes that the money system is not modern day slavery, then it, it, I don't know what to tell you. You're possessed is what it is. It's a possession. So I, uh, I, I, I just completely changed my mindset, you know, and started looking at things differently and, uh, you know, traveled extensively. I did this in New York City. I still do it occasionally in, in, in the city. I live close to New York City. I'm in North Jersey. So, uh, yeah, I would. Uh, this was a great experiment that I did when I was in Florida. I documented all this, incidentally, on my uh, previous channels. I had channels on YouTube and Facebook. I had all my content, all my street interviews. Everything was deleted. 
and social media is very sensitive and there's a lot of people who are sensitive and indoctrinated. So, uh, all those amazing interviews are kaput. They're gone. Uh, it's okay. I, I can, I can do this again. I can get back out there and do it again. But, uh, it's one experiment that I did in Florida was, was very telling because I don't panhandle. I don't have time for it. You know, people panhandle for money and all this stuff and I don't knock them for it. There's so much money in the world. I, uh, I did a little experiment in Florida and I took a sign. I purposely made myself look to look very disheveled. <laughs> you know, I took off my shoes. I was walking around barefoot. I did this all purposely. And I wrote on a sign real large. Uh, I need help. I'm hungry. I haven't eaten in three days. Uh, I'm starving, et cetera, et cetera. Okay. Please help. And I walked around with that sign in downtown Clearwater, Florida for practically the entire day. I walked around, you know, where there's money and there's people with money. And I didn't get a single dime. Right? And then I walked from downtown section into the hood. Right? I'm in there for two minutes and a black woman pulls over and she gives me 10 bucks. And I said, experiment over. All right. The next day. I create a different sign. This sign says, <laughs> the sign says, I need two bucks for a beer. No lie. And I made money left and right. Wow. Just, yeah. So society is so brainwashed that they will help you get screwed up, effed up, but they won't help you if you say you're starving or whatever. Isn't that interesting? How that, Very how that much is. So. Yeah. So, and, and, you know, I would do these little, little bits of theatrics, you know, uh, like on the streets of New York, I did it in front of Madison square garden or, uh, you know, where everybody takes the subway and, um, thousands of people are walking by and there's some homeless people out there who, who panhandle. And I remember <laughs> telling this homeless guy, I said, watch this. I said, I bet you I will make a dollar, uh, in five minutes. I got on my hands and knees literally on my hands and knees and i said all i need is a penny or a nickel or a dime please help me i'm starving and i said this over and over and over again thousands of people walking around to and fro from that terminal right there and nothing nothing finally it took him to say come on man you made you proved your point get up you didn't make any money i said yeah well, this is this is what's become a society so I had a compulsion to kind of continue with this. And it wasn't just all the, the homeless things, but, uh, you know, I'm very interested in art and architecture. I have kind of a background in it. And, um, you know, seeing all this wickedness around us that nobody really sees, nobody understands it. They don't, they don't study the occult, so on and so forth. So I'm kind of like doing a lot of different things at the same time I travel. And I'm showing people what they see in, in their day-to-day -day is not what you think it is, you know, and um, interviewing street people, not necessarily homeless, all of them, but, you know, you get a, you get a raw perspective from these interviews, you know, and, and yeah. these people primarily, homeless people are very disconnected from the net, the, the matrix, this negative yes. matrix. So you'll see a lot of them are very shamanic, if you want to use a word like this, you know, uh, they use drugs, of course they use drugs, 
um, you know, and occultists do this. They use drugs to open up their third eye, you know. Uh, it's just weird because it's counterintuitive to think that you can use drugs to open up your third eye, but they do this. Mm-hmm. So, you know, in, 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 in talking to them, I, I've met real people who who have just incredible stories to tell about their, their backgrounds. Um, lots of military i i went I, I purposely sought after military vets i wanted to get the scoop you know what they experienced in the military and the stories were just bonkers i bet very hard to get them on camera to do a interview like you know some of them signed excuse me some of them signed non-disclosure agreements you know so uh an amazing thing would happen when you continually talk to people about these kinds of things that are hidden from us, you know, the satanic occult reality, and and you hear the same stories over and over. I heard the same stories in New York that I heard in Los Angeles or in Little Rock, Arkansas. Like what? Well, these military veterans are, are test subjects, in my opinion. A lot of them are. You know, they're targeted targeted individuals have you ever heard this terminology used yeah somebody who is targeted or feels as though they're targeted okay well a lot of these homeless people are military vets they have military in their background they have freemasons in their background and their family somewhere along the line so you know i i a lot of the older vets that served in korea in world war ii you're just not going to find as many but vietnam there's still a few out there you know, and uh, I've heard so many stories about how they were ordered to dress like the enemy, to pretend to be the enemy, you know, essentially that our wars are created. Uh, very nefarious, you know, what's been done. And uh, I have uh, military vets in my own family who were, who were injured, Purple Heart recipients, so on and so forth. And, uh, you know, I'm just, I, I, I was compelled to get their story out to see where they are today. And, 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 and you hear the same things over and over again, you kind of connect the dots, you know, it's, like I said, it's very difficult to get these people to get on camera to talk about what they know, what they've seen, you know, number one, people aren't going to believe it. Most people aren't going to believe that, you know, they, they, that, we live in a, in a very wicked world and, and, and everything is essentially created to keep us divided. Mm-hmm. So, so uh, don't take it from me, take it from somebody who served in the military. And these were, this was my, this was my primary uh, reason for getting out there, you know, to expose the reality in the homeless communities. It's, it's totally bonkers. In uh, Los Angeles, for example, you know, you have one of the largest and most historic uh, homeless camps. It's called MacArthur Park. They made songs about this place. It's right next to Beverly Hills. So you see a division. You see, you know, big money L.A. right next to these homeless camps. And in those raw criminal infested drug infested areas you find people who are willing to help you and they're not people with money they're homeless people wow yeah if you don't have anything 
you know, they're going to show you where you can get things, how, how to survive out there. You know, I was totally ill prepared for it, for the journey. I overpacked, <laughs> you know, I'm carrying <laughs> around all this stuff, you know, and, and, uh, just totally ill prepared, not knowing what, what, what to do, but I somehow made it with, with little to no money whatsoever. And it's simply <laughs> very simple. You, all you have to do is ask for help. You'll get it if you ask the right people. So you have to, you have to be positive in your approach. And I was, it was very positive and your vibe kind of attracts, attracts your tribe. I, I, I firmly believe this. So you'll get help, you know, and, and, uh, wasn't out there, you know, to, to, you know, to, to suck off the community, you know, but it's a wicked thing, man. Money. I'm not really, I'm not a big money person. I never have been. I don't like it. I don't like what it does to people. I don't like what it does to families. Yeah. Greed is the gateway sin. Big time. Yeah. Big time. For everything. It'll tear your family apart. Somebody dies in the family. You get freaking uh, the brothers and sisters fighting over the estate. You know, who's the executor? So on and so forth. It's all money driven. Everything in this society is money driven. You know, the laws are designed this way. and It's, it's, it's extremely nefarious. So, um, like I said, all those amazing interviews went went away, and I will get back out there. Uh, probably New York City first. I wanted to get back into. There's so much there people don't know about mm -hmm. or don't see. Like what? Oh man, it's just well, you know, the homeless situation, but the people's stories, the real, real raw truth. You know what's happened to people, victims of SRA. What's SRA? SRA, SRA is satanic ritual abuse. Okay. What does it stand for? It's a satanic ritual abuse. Oh. It's, it's it's very, very, very bad. Is you it know, prevalent? It is super prevalent. And a lot wow. of victims don't come forward. They're embarrassed or, or the people who are involved in this are affluent members of your community. You know, they're the police, they're the judges, they're military, there's networks. You know, that I uncovered on the streets. I uncovered uh, child trafficking networks, uh, organ harvesting networks. Uh, where do all these homeless women go to? The good looking boys and girls. You, you know, you see this. I see. I saw this with my own eyes. Like, where are these people? Yeah. And, and I've had people tell me, you know, I remember in L.A. I was like, I can get you taken right now and get your organs taken from you. So they're wow. watching. So oh they're watching goodness. all. They're watching all of us. So this is, this is a this is a very fringe uh, reality that I tried to expose. And uh, you know, when you talk about this kind of stuff, with, you know, with regularity, you get you get censored. And uh, it's a tough pill to swallow, but it, it, it's totally real. And. Um, you know, it needs to be, it's a story that needs to be told. And I'm going to continue to talk about it. I'm not the only one. There's a lot of other people out there doing it. Not a lot, but, uh, but every day, uh, you know, I'm on social media, you know, I, I try to limit myself on social media because one can go completely nuts with all this mm -hmm. confusion and all this stuff, stuff coming from left and from the right, from religious zealots and all this stuff, you know, it just, it's, it's, it's you got to really kind of stay grounded and spiritual based. And that's where I try to be, you know, and uh, 
try to be health conscious and, you know, unravel the, or deprogram, you know, and accept the trauma that happened to myself and it happened to everybody else. You know, we're all victims of this in, in varying degrees. And, you know, uh, division is, is what they're very good at. The, these, these people who created these systems, you know, are, are very, very, very good at divide and conquer, conquer tactics. And, um, you know, getting, getting to the, getting the real raw truth out on the street is, is something that I enjoy doing. I'm going to continue to do it. And I don't really see too many other people doing that. Yeah. I really interesting. Don't. I really do don't. You, do you find that um, you can find the truth more in the homeless community than you can from, you know, people who are yeah. plugged into the matrix every day working? Sure. They're so they're so much more distracted with getting their paycheck and the people who are homeless are have much more time to reflect that's right. And to see things because they're outdoors. That's exactly right. You and I were talking before, like if you're in a car or if you're walking or on your bike, your perception is completely different. Oh, yeah. About yeah. what's happening in the world and what you're passing and what you're experiencing. Yep. And so these people that are homeless who aren't busy in a job they're what are they busy doing would That's you right. say they're busy living you know they're busy they're, being they're, they're busy living you know a, a real a real life and 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 one that's not tethered to and that's a word that the satanics use is the word tethered we're mm. tethered to the abyss these are things that i didn't know until i started studying the occult but but you you know it's it's slavery essentially everyone is, is enslaved you know, and, and, um, there is so much money out there. It's disgusting that they can simply eradicate homelessness, but they, it's not, it's something they don't want to do. You know, I walk these cities and I'm like, like, like we discussed when you're walking or riding a bike, you know, you see things as they are. You know, you're driving in a car, you just do not see it. You're not adept. Yeah, you get the nuances, the subtleties, the Absolutely. even as a spiritual person, you know, if you've talked to anybody who teaches you how to look for signs yeah. for from the spiritual realm. And totally um, you real. look you look in animals and trees and um license plates and numbers and you'd like you become totally immersed in a different world where you're so acutely aware of every little change and every little thing and every tree that you pass and every duck and every bird like when i'm out on my bicycle i i on purpose really focus on my surroundings and try to look for signs from the other realms, right? Mm -hmm. Because I meditate a lot. 
That's and I'm good. like, and I'm like, there has to be more than what I'm experiencing right now, like whizzing by on my bike and having these ridiculous thoughts, right, that are implanted by other things, television shows, work, other podcasts, or, yeah. um, you know, I'm trying to derive information from the energetic field, right? The collective oneness. Mm-hmm. This is very of, true. This is right. everything you're saying is, is spot on. And most people don't see this. They're too, they're too possessed. And distracted know? by distracted, purpose, purposely distracted. Your curriculum yeah. is skewed. Yeah. They're always teaching us the wrong lessons. If you want now, I, I stopped really watching TV, but I, I, you know, I, I'm, I'm guilty of it myself. I was everybody, you know, if you, if you didn't learn through books, you learn through your environment or you watch media, you know, all this stuff. And nobody really knows this until you start studying or, or, you know, everybody kind of like, or most people should intuitively know that there's something wrong here. You know, yeah. There's something wrong with the world. Yes. Okay. And, uh, you know, once you start studying this stuff and you start to, the veil, the veil just come, comes off. You can't see the world the same way anymore. Because there's so much suffering. Oh, it is. Unnecessary too. Yes. It's it's suffering created by our trash culture, trash frequencies, in music like i was at the gym the other day and they were playing pop music and it felt so disruptive to my piece yeah like the beats were really driving and annoying and the the frequency at which they repeated these beats and i felt like my intelligence was being insulted (laughs) my my iq was being lowered it has been it has been to all of us you're absolutely right music is a big one man they use media (laughs) music to it's witchcraft is all it is yeah i was like i'm gonna go crazy like i don't want to hear this so i i put in uh i think a podcast in my headset um, to try to diffuse it. And I went up to the counter and I asked the guy working the counter, I said, could you turn off this demonic pop music? And he just looked at me blankly, Yeah, which wasn't a surprise. Yeah. yeah. And, um, you know, it's all everything that surrounds us, like marketing, mass consumerism, um, music movies books now all have a message so art is being perverted to uh make you come to a conclusion so therefore i was listening to a podcast last night with eric weinstein i don't know if you know who he is but i think he's the professor that got canceled because they wanted all white people or something to stay home one day at a university and Naturally, he's like an intellectual and was like, wow, what is the purpose of this? Questioned it, lost his job, and he and his wife, Heather, I think it's a Dark Horse podcast. Okay. Now have a show. But he's incredibly smart. And, you know, he was talking about how people now 
don't have a lot to write about, don't have a lot of inspiration. Like our lives are so much different than like our great grandparents because they had like real struggle and strife and hardship and had to endure so much more than we have to. And out of that was born beautiful art. Mm -hmm. And now art has become nothing but activism and messaging for the matrix so it's like a completely false reality so people are struggling you know like new music kind of blows movies are just recycled ideas you know that from people who are willing to toe the line they're doing sequels to movies and it's like come on there's billions of people in the world don't you think that where's the original thought thinking yeah don't you think we can do better right of course we can of course we can you know it's uh we can do infinitely better you know and if we would just slow down take that bike ride take Mm -hmm. that walk connect with somebody on a deeper level Um, And then you'll find some magic. But as long as you keep numbing yourself and going to bars and uh, having dumb conversations about shit that doesn't matter, like sports and Mm -hmm. the breads and circuses, that I think you can find the magic again. And in the strife that you and I and people who are awake um, are forced to deal with, I think we can find the art within the struggle to awaken our fellow, you know, society, fellow humans. Because- Absolutely. I, you, you said this to me, I don't mean to cut you off, but you said this, it echoed exactly what I, what I had said, you know, that you are compelled to spread truth or spread mm-hmm. your truth or, or help, you know, and this is, this is, essentially you know the same i echo that i never had social media i hate yeah. i hated it i hated it my whole life i never had facebook or anything until about four or five years ago when i had this when i got off heavy drugs and i had this this, this insane moment of kind of like you know nirvana you know and and people actually thought i was nuts you know i um uh, you know, I still have family members who think I'm who, who think I'm nuts, but well, because you know, they're programmed. Yeah, I was vibrating at such a such a high pitch level. I was happy every day. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was uh, I was trying to spread positivity, you know. And people are like, "How can you be so happy?" You know, out here on the street, you know, with nothing. And I'm like, it's it's all it's all in your mind. It's really. You know, it's designed this way and to see it, to see it, you know, and live it, you know, it just continues to unfold. The onion just continues to to peel back. And I'm, I still learn every day. I'm always, I'm, you know, very interested in, 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 in finding what's been hidden from us. And every day I learn something new and, and I try to share that in a way uh, that, that reaches people. It's just the good thing about social media. It's used. I use it as a tool. Yeah, same. You know, so uh, kudos to you. Oh, to, thank you for doing this. And uh, you know, uh, hopefully, this will continue to go. 
Yeah, I go mean, and go and go until you know. Social media is being abused by the consumerism culture, where it's all self-aggrandizing, and um, people like us use it to share fascinating information yeah. about history. Yeah, those are two amazing words you just used: information and history. These are these are this is another facet of our reality. The words of our <laughs> that we use information. It's, it's all split words and word magic. And information is information. You are in formation like the military or, oh, or, yeah. hi, or or history is his story. Yes. You know? So you have to be very careful in the words that you use. You know, mm-hmm. and you, when you speak about magic, magic is real. I never believed in any of this. I grew up a Catholic. I was indoctrinated into Catholicism, you know, but this is steeped in magic as well. The religions and, and anybody who doesn't believe in magic, they only teach you about this in Disney films when you're a small child and in, and in nursery rhymes. You know, this is this is a reality that I've experienced myself where I where I had experiences where nothing else could explain what I encountered, what I saw. Yes. Other than magic. Okay. I I I I talk freely about yeah. I talk freely about my own experiences with people who I didn't think were people. About people who uh you know, this is another thing that happened to me while I was traveling the country. People would just approach me and tell me they're aliens. Oh, you know? yeah. Tell me yeah. a little bit about that. That's oh, my interesting. God. Just over and over. Fairies and vampires and lizards. Oh, my. Okay. I mean, everything that they show us in, in film and TV and popular media is essentially. And fairy tales. Fairy tales. Yeah. Fairy lore. Yeah. Right? I'm half Scotch Irish and I'm half Italian. Mm-hmm. Okay. I've got this Masonic Illuminati. Uh, background, you know, everybody else does, you know, I, I've never taken a blood oath and I've never abused anybody sexually, you know, and uh, this is something that they do. This is a, this is a reality of our world, you know, and magic is used against us. It's even in our numbers and words, you know, so you have to be very careful what you say. I try not to be negative anymore. When somebody looks at something I post and doesn't like it, it just rubs them the wrong way. Mm-hmm. They don't want to hear my take on religion or or politics, you know, and they just put up that wall and it anger, you know. You have, to, that, under, we have to understand yeah. our emotions, why we feel the way we do about anything. You know, if it gives you a negative rub, this is friction because we are all energy. So, so what? What is it about what I said that, that rubs you the wrong way? You know, why does it elicit so, that kind of, you know, impulse? Okay, I have impulse. a question. Go ahead. So, what is your take on when you say satanic? When anybody uses that term, everybody mm. always reverts back to religion. Yeah, no, I, 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 it's older than religion. Okay. Evil is evil is older than religion. Evil is a constant that's within us. So the story of evil and good is the story of us. You know, the good and evil in our own bodies. You know, so like I said, uh, I was indoctrinated into Christianity. It's not like somebody gave me a decision 
or to make and say, look, you know, there's this guy named Jesus. We want you to start. But wait a bottom. second. Wait one second. So I feel like when people are referring to the world as being satanic, right? Mm. That because they're trying to erase God and Christianity so bad that that automatically includes Satanism. Yeah. So people are reticent to use that term and to believe it because now God has been taken out of our schools. It's been uh, Christianity has been demonized, pardon the pun. Yeah. And um, so can you give what you think is a brief history of Satanism or evil or demons? And where, do, from where do they derive, if not from religion? I to be honest with you, I, I think it's ancient. But it goes, it's, it's like, uh, it's an alien. You know, this is an alien okay. intelligence, and I believe artificial intelligence is part of it. I think this is a code. This world that we live in is a matrix. It's an illusion, you know, and okay. it all goes back to the to the Saturn. This is in the wordplay and the words that we use. Most of these religions are all black sun and Saturn worship, Saturn, Satan. So everything is dedicated to this, and we're not even aware of it. You know, it's right. hidden in our religions and it's hidden in our arts and sciences. It's hidden in our words. We so, don't know this. We're not taught this. This is something that gets kept from humanity, occultism, cult, or esoteric knowledge handed right. down to initiates. We're not initiated. You so and I. Saturn and aliens are connected. Then yeah, yeah absolutely. Saturn, okay. Saturn is depicted as a cube, the black cube. Oh yeah, okay. the black cube of Saturn. You see this everywhere. The 9/11 memorial is essentially two uh, black cubes of Saturn. Trump Tower has a black cube of Saturn on top of it. The Mecca in Islam is a is a Saturn. Okay, the rings of Saturn. This is why we get married, put a wedding ring on, and wear oh, earrings. Oh, because it's like a ring. A of ring Saturn. of Saturn, you know? Islam. So all of these are rituals that yeah. uh, pay credence to the evil in the world. Yeah, even our time. Because Saturn is time. Mm -hmm. Saturn is the Roman uh, equivalent of Kronos, the Greek. You know, everything is borrowed from previous cultures, you know? So it all goes back to Samaria and Babylon. And ultimately Atlantis, but time is this matrix that we, we find ourselves in. You know, we decay. You know, as soon as we're yes. born, as soon as we're born, you know, into this system, we are reincarnated. And a lot of people don't agree with any of this. I never believed in reincarnation myself until I started delving deep in about deep into this. And and uh, you know, it's it's hidden in allegory and hidden in code and metaphor in your religions okay they're talking about reincarnation everything is is about this you know your dollar bill the the, the great eagles the phoenix is the rebirth the reincarnation the bird that comes out of the ashes okay and uh everything is designed to draw and suck energy from us okay this is this is the truth of the matrix 
Matrix films depict this. Neo, he's jacked in, you know, the back of his head and all this. And, and uh, this is essentially what I believe is, is, is the reality of our world, you know. And you see it in art and architecture. You see it hidden in the religions. You see it in numerology, the constant, gematria. So if anybody studies any of these things, you'll see that, you know, their cities are all dedicated to the sun and to the moon, to Venus, you know, which is Lucifer, the morning star. Everything is dedicated to this, you know, the days of our week, you know, Saturday, Sunday, moon day, you know, Tuesday, oh. Tuesday is Mars. Wednesday oh, yeah. is Mercury, Thursday, Thursday, Thor, Odin. I mean, they're talking about gods and goddesses, you know, constantly and everything that we do. But they're but govern, governs our lives, you know. And, and uh, go ahead. It, it feels like though it is beyond us. Like we're just these little ants, right? That's what they want us to believe. That's what they want you to believe. Yeah, they want parasites. you to look outwards. That's what religion is. Taking the Bible literally is is the the greatest criminal act done on in yeah in my opinion mm -hmm. the church is the greatest criminal organization on the planet mm -hmm. you know they've taken you know what they say is the word he says I'm the word of God they put it in a freaking book okay well that book incidentally is written in a language that you didn't write stories that you didn't write it was written by men right it's mm -hmm. not like it just manifested, okay? And they take all of these stories, which are allegory and metaphor, you know, the book of Revelations is talking about your body, the human body, as above, so below is the, is the big thing that, that Masons talk about, celestial bodies. So everything is designed, including our bodies, to replicate the sun and the stars. So this is essentially what people are worshiping is the sun when they're worshiping Jesus. You know? Right. And the sun, though, does heal. Yeah, of course. And it kills viruses and it nourishes right. your body. And That's it does. Right. Without the, the sun, you're screwed. There's no the plants. Zinc spark. Yeah. yeah. Of course. So this is what they're talking about. But religion has hidden it to make it an outwardly thing. You know, when we are to disempower you. Yeah. To disempower that's exactly right. When we all have this power within us. You know, they talk about Christ when Christ is an oil. Christ is an oil that goes up and down your spine. You know, and, and it's the kundalini. You know, the different religions talk about it in the same way, but they hide it. It's not like they wrote a book and says, you know, you're all powerful. Just believe in yourself. They're not telling you that. Yeah. They're, tell, they're telling you to believe in somebody who's a, a literal person when he's not. So it's a, these, these aren't real people. King Solomon. It's the soul of man. Solomon. Oh, Solomon. Cool. You know, the temple. Why do we have temples on our heads? So learning all this stuff and, and seeing it in architecture, and people don't understand what architecture is. And if you look at a Freemasonic symbol, it's a G. A big G on there is the grand architect of the universe. Who is the grand architect of the universe to them? It's not, it's not God. It's Lucifer. That uh, radiant eye, that radiant eye that you see on your dollar bill that overlooks the capstone is Lucifer. 
All right. So. So who is, in your opinion, anyway, what is your theory about who Lucifer is? Is it just an embodiment of the evil? light, the light bringer, the light, the light from the sun that we see? Everything is an illusion, including the light from that sun in the sky. You know. Okay. So. Yeah, light light enters our eyes, our optic nerves, and this is occult knowledge, you know, and this is how we see the world, you know, optics and sound, you know, how how we are programmed through how we see and how we talk. Uh-oh, this what is making see. me think of quantum physics now. It's 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 yeah, it's it's uh nothing is there unless it's observed. Apparently. Yeah, there's a lot of that. Yeah, I mean, it's it's very intertwined with your sciences, but your sciences are, are, are handcuffed. They're not telling you everything. You know, they're not telling mm -hmm. you about time and space. They're not telling you that time is just. It really doesn't exist outside this plane. This is, this dimension is a prison. You know, we're all prisoners in these bodies. We're not. We're interdimensional. So we're jumping all over the place, but talking to, getting out there and talking to people, networking, connecting with the ground, opening your eyes to nature, you know, this, the messages that you can hear from just getting out there. People are disconnected, you know, purposely disconnected, okay, by witchcraft, okay? We're talking on a, on a I'm on a cell phone, you're on a computer, but essentially these are pieces of witchcraft or scrying mirrors, you know, and, and they're designed for evil, you know, they're created through evil. Everything is these bodies are prisons, the cell of the human body is like a cell, a prison cell. Oh, interesting. So we, yeah, we're literally, we're literally Jack, you know, uh, electric based terminology describes us. So we're, Jack and the Beanstalk is talking about your spinal column and your kidneys. You know, the crucifix is the point of point of which your, you know, your spinal. It's just another representation of your spinal cord in the third eye, the intersection mm -hmm. point there. Everything is like this. You know, a lighthouse. You know, you got your spiral going up. Represents your double helix or your spinal column and the two snakes of the Kundalini going up your spine you know so everything is in indicative of this it's hidden you know uh the sheer power of humanity so how do we how do we transcend this evil and not participate and try to stop it or it's, you're doing it now like people okay. tell me they're not affecting anything when their posts only have one or two views but that's all you need everybody's connected Everybody's always been connected. So everything that I've ever done has affected you and everybody else. And without me in the world, this world would not be the same. And it applies to you as well. Nothing would be the same without you in it. So, you know, awareness, learning, sharing, vibing, loving, loving yourself, loving others, uh, getting out there. Uh, grounding yourself, like you said, try to stay active, uh, be more health conscious. Uh, drugs are a no-no, you know, alcohol is a no-no, you know. Um, yeah, I've, yeah. I've uh, 
seeing so much information about spirits and alcohol and I've watched it destroy so many lives. Of course. And um it's no good. Yeah. The minute somebody has a drink, they change. You of can... course. Yeah, this is witchcraft. The word pharmacia, pharmacy is where we get the word pharmacy, is where you get your drugs. Pharmacia at the when you study etymology of words, the history of words. Pharmac pharmacia comes from Greek. It means sorcery. So it should tell you everything you need to know about the drug industry. This is pharmaceuticals. This is the drugs that come in the medicinals. You know, uh, these are drugs. This is literal sorcery. Sorcery is another word. You can you can break it down. Source energy. Where where what is the source? You are. Yeah, I've been saying for years that we're all ma magical beings and we don't remember who we are. We're, we're, we're dumbed down and divided and we have amnesia. Yes. You know, we really do. We don't know who we are. We really don't. Uh, Would you say that homeless people know more of oh, who they are? It's amazing the type of people that I met out there. I met a guy who I met a guy in LA. I hope he's still alive. I'd like to interview him again, but he told me he wanted to get his story out. He wanted to go viral and he was a uh, army ranger, ex army ranger. He was um, a seventh son of a seventh son. All right. This is very significant. People who are seventh sons of seventh sons. Are, I mean, we're getting into like real wizardry, sorcery and all this stuff. And, 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 uh, he told me that he remembered his birth coming out of the canal. Wow. And most people most people can't remember anything. Your, your earliest memory for me uh, or you know would be like three three years old or two years old. You can't I I can't go further back than that. And that's most people. Ninety-nine percent of people can't remember going back that far and to remember coming out of the womb. This is something he told me. But the stories that he would tell me about his 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 uh, time in, in Vietnam and what he did and what he saw, the technologies that he was exposed to, you know, that are suppressed from us, uh, just stories that are remarkable, uh, you know, the, the the reality, magic in our world, you know. So what's me, the point of dulling our magic? Did he tell you? Uh, he told me that we're all, we're all actually protected, you know, people who, who vibe high, all of us have a, you know, they have different names for it, like a guardian angel or whatever you want to call it. He called them shadow warriors, but he said, they're always there and there's negative ones too. They're after you, you know, people are literally under demonic possession, you know, and, uh, you know, sometimes you feel like your thoughts aren't your, yours. You know, things just pop in your head. You can't get them out. Racing thoughts or anxiety and depression. These are all products of demonic obsession and attacks. You know, a demon is a dead mind. More word magic. Oh, so, yeah, that makes yeah. sense. So we all have these. We're all programmed with these evil. It's, it's these very, very wicked and sinister uh, spells that are that are all, all on all of us. You know? You watch the news. The news is 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 an acronym: North, East, West, South. The four witches broadcasting, casting spells. You know, mm -hmm. so we've all been watching a program or a broadcast 
six of one, half a dozen of the other. It's the same thing. So we're all susceptible to it. It's not just in your television media. It's in your books. So you continue to read your good King James Bible, you know, and and you'll kill over it. Most of the wars created over religion. You know, yes, says, yes. It, says it right there in your good book, Thou Shall Not Kill. But, you know, that all gets superseded by God and country, you know, if you're in the military. So I, I, I do not like guns. I do not like money, you know, and I, I traveled with no, not even a knife. You know, I, I, I tried. You manifest this kind of stuff. You really do manifest you, negative. Yeah, um, if you think constantly, something, right? Yeah, if you're constantly thinking and worrying and fearing something you bad, attract is, it. you attract that. That's exactly right. And I traveled all over this country. I even I've been overseas, you know, and I've never carried weapons, and I've never really had had an issue. You know, other people have. The people that I know who get shot are the ones that carry guns, primarily. You know, Interesting. Yeah. primarily, I mean, I, of course there's victims of, of gun crimes and whatnot, but it's a, it's another, it's another thing that is created through propaganda and through the news and media, you know, it's constantly in the news. You put your, put your local news on, you'll see killing. Somebody got killed. Somebody got you know murdered. Somebody shoot out, blah, blah, blah. It's always negative designed to make you fear. And who does that benefit? It benefits the arms industry, Right. you know? It's it's totally wicked, you know. I I used to be a gun uh, lover. I used to be a military buff. I was a right winger. Grew up uh, Republican. All these things are designed to divide, you know. And and uh, seeing past all of it, seeing the symbology used uh, with everything. I mm -hmm. mean the blue the blue and the red symbology that they use and the flags. You know, your cop lights are red and blue, you know, uh, Coke and Pepsi, you know, your your stripes on the flag. None of it really means what you think it means. You know, Bloods and Crips, again, red and blue. Right. Red, red pill, blue pill. Red and, You only have two, two choices for them, red and blue, you know, right or left. Sun and moon is what it means, ultimately, you know, and the houses of Egypt. You know, the red, white, and blue that we have. Everything goes back to these. We're going back, you know, again to Samaria and Egypt. Okay. This is all pharaonic. This is why you have a this is why you have a giant obelisk in Washington, DC, overlooking the White House. The White House and Red House of Egypt. But is it only America that is under this spell? I no, feel it. it's global, right? It's global, of course. I mean, these pharaonic bloodlines are ancient. They go back, and these families who control everything go back a very long time. You know, and, and everything is connected. They say all roads lead to Rome, but Rome, you know, this is a continuation of everything that was going on in Egypt. So Caesar was a pharaonic bloodline, you know. Mm -hmm. Everybody, every everything goes back to Egypt, you know, and and they knew about all this stuff. They knew about uh, if you if you study the Hermetica or anything, yes. you know that that uh, that it's a, it's essentially ancient occult esoteric knowledge. They're talking about humanity. It doesn't. It's just not the Egyptians. It's every culture worldwide. If you look between the lines, you're going to see yourself. 
Trimagistus or Hermes? Trismegistus, Hermes Trismegistus, yes. Yeah, I I listened to that book, an audio version. It was so fascinating. Emerald Tablets of Thoth, it's the same being, it's the same. Thoth is thought. That's where the word thought comes from, Thoth. Egyptian Thoth. How can we transcend all of this programming? Well, it starts by just kind of like being positive. Okay, starts by, you know, uh, trying to not fall, fall, fall prey to your negative programming, your reptilian carnal mind. You mm-hmm. know, we all have it. They call it the R brain for a reason. There's different layers to our brain. Yeah, and there's so, ways that society entitles things like you're prude, you're boring, you're this, you're that. If you don't buy into all this degenerate degenerative yeah culture you're corny you're boring you're this you're that it's like yeah it's so pervasively disingenuous because there's so much more than that to the human being and i remember i worked for a prominent energy psychologist and Mm -hmm. this was before i was completely awakened and he I used to say, doesn't it get boring being so good? <laughs> doesn't it? Isn't it boring being so positive all the time? And he was like, oh, quite the contrary, no. Sandra. Mm. He was like, it's magic all the time. Like That's you- exactly right. That's exactly right. If somebody, <laughs> If one stays positive, you know, and it's it, it can be difficult. People are yeah, because people are repulsed by it. You'll find that people that are vibing at a lower frequency, they they you tend to really uh, connect when you're saying, "Oh, don't you hate that?" or "That's so corny," or "Yeah," whatever, and you're judging, and it's a way to completely, uh, you know, connect. So to it's a very big challenge i think for all of us to connect in a different way that doesn't feel fake because it can feel fake to be overly nice well if it's forced you don't want to force anything if you don't feel nice or feel happy that day there's nothing wrong with you yeah you know but understand why you're feeling that way ultimately it it boils down to trauma that you experienced in your world you know i used to i used to say depression is uh regret you know and thinking about the past and what things you didn't accomplish in life and so on and so forth and worrying about the future creates anxiety you know fear so you live it you live in the moment and and the now the eternal now this is something that they teach you know, and, and mysticism, you know, and, and yeah, and I all, and, totally the power yeah, of the, now, the power of now living in the moment. This truly is the present, you know, these are where we get these words, you know, and, 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 uh, it's amazing watching it unravel. You know, uh, there's a lot of people, uh, you know, spreading, spreading this truth, you know, and, you kind of, kind of navigate. You got to navigate through this time. This is a very, very interesting time to be alive. You, you have to just remain positive. Forget, you know, all that negative baggage that you have in your past. There's nothing you can do right now with that. It's done. It's over. You got to just continue to move forward. 
you know, and, and, and everybody can do it. You know, once they realize what's been done, you know, you got to accept it and just move forward. So do we break the spell if everybody becomes high vibe and changes their frequency yep. and really works hard at just being a human being instead of a human doing? Yeah. Can sure. we break this spell of evil? Of course. It's already being done. It's already being done as we're as we're speaking right now. It's it's people are waking up all over the world to this. There's stuff I've been kind of on the fringe for my my whole life's interested in all this weird stuff. Yeah, that's uh, childhood, right? I bet. Yeah, and probably I, it, why you were an addict too, because you were shutting down part of your magic and part of yourself that yeah. you were like. Everything happens for a reason. Yeah. I, I don't really look at my past like that in a negative anymore because if you yeah. do, you lo you've lost. Yeah. You you can't you cannot look at yourself and understand the vic like the trauma you know and understand yeah yes you are a victim but if you dwell on this where are you gonna go you're still yeah. in the, you're still in the negative mindset yeah you got to know that you can everything can change for the better and it does you know and you can affect people in a major way just by being nice you know you can I used to do it uh you know walk into like a 7-Eleven or walk down the street and just say hi to everybody. And you'll see who's really possessed. But just by simply doing that, because people won't look at you in the eye and won't, uh, and won't uh, even acknowledge you as a human being when you say hello, when you say hi to them, you know, and others will, you know. So spread, spread the joy, man, you know. You were talking about how uh, to end this sort of evil uh, matrix and negativity is just to be positive. Yeah, it's a little more than that. It's uh, it's obviously more than that, but you know, it takes you know some dedication on your own part, you know, and and understanding your your you know the thoughts that come into your head, you know, what makes you what makes you tick, essentially. You know, everybody's got a brain, everybody's got a spirit. You know, what is it that's, that's making us tick? And we have a lot of stuff pushing us in the direction, okay? In the world around us, you know, you see these uh, constantly in the news, constantly on uh, social media, content that you watch, music that you listen to. You know, awareness breaks the spell. I keep saying that. But, uh, yeah, I mean, you got to kind of look at the look at the bright side. You can't think tomorrow is going to going to end and be fearful. You're falling into the trap. You know, I'm not a doom and gloomer. I believe that tomorrow is brighter. It always is. You know, you really you really can't. Uh, you know, and you can choose to do whatever you want. You can choose to listen to me. Everybody's the captain of their own ship. I'm not the one driving the vessel. You know, we're all vessels. You know, so, you know, do what you want uh, in life. You know, as long as it doesn't affect other people in a negative way, that's just how I simplify it. You know, uh, it's a lot, it's very hard for a lot of people to do, you know, it's very just, hard for everybody to do. And that should be you know. proof that the evil around us is so pervasive that it's so hard to be positive and it's so hard to be a good person. And it's so hard to unify. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, like I said, you know, you, you, you're learning. Everyone's learning, relearning, I should say, things that we already know. 
we know all this stuff already. Deep down inside, I believe everybody's inherently good. They're just tainted. You know, but being so. faced with such obvious uh, tyranny. So now we have to operate at an accelerated rate. Yeah. We have yeah. to become more aware and beat those negative inclinations even more and in a quicker way so we can stop this ball from rolling down the hill. Yeah. 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 There's a lot out there uh, in media. Watch out, people, for what you what you read, what you listen to, what you hear. You know, take it uh, take it slow. Don't force yourself into anything. I, I suggest this is just a suggestion. Nobody needs to listen to me. Take it slow. When take you meet it. somebody new, feel out yeah. their energy. Yeah. Um, be aware of your surroundings, but also be aware of the beauty in your surroundings. Yeah. And to try to stop the divide as hard as it is because it is so hard because the programming is so intense and so deep and so pervasive that I find it hard to not get annoyed or irritated at a lot of things. And that just goes to show you how deep the programming goes. That's exactly right. Yeah. Determining why we feel the way we do is, is a big thing. And it takes practice. It's not yeah. something that's going to happen over, 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 uh, you know, lunch or something, you know, some people get it, you know, some people get it right away and others people, other people don't, but everybody can get it, you know, and but I'm the still Freemasons know this. They have harnessed the power of consciousness because they, they know sure the have. difference between the thought and the emotion. They don't attach the emotion to the thought. Yeah. Yeah. They've known, they've known about it a long time. And they've kept it hidden from you, you know, the power of you. So yeah, don't yeah. sell, don't sell, don't sell yourself short. Doesn't matter what you look like or what, what, you know, what all these perceived notions of beauty, yeah. everyone, everyone's beautiful, man. You know, so stop, uh, stop, uh, judging, stop judging yourself. Stop judging others. Yeah. So you know, be do. more, be very, try to be accepting. And uh, the big, the big one is watch it. Just watch it. Yeah, watch it. Just say to other people. It's easy when you can when you text it out and put it in a text format. You're affecting other people with your energy. It's in a script form format. You're not saying that. So a lot of times, uh, the, the the written word is worse because you, you don't get the context, the inflection of the of how we say things. So you're losing you're losing the meaning. So be careful what you read. Be careful what you say. You know, and, and just try to push that positive vibe out, you know, and mm -hmm. uh, snuff mm -hmm. out, snuff out the crap that literally encircles us. This world is, is just a, it's a negative. It's a negative construct. Yeah. One, when you feel that those thoughts seeping in or that terrible yeah. feeling, you're like, OK, maybe it's a good thing to think of it as a demon. Okay, it is. Right? Yeah. Absolutely. And and what do you do? There's yeah, there's different things that you can do to fight back. You know, you can exercise, you can uh you can use music, you know, and it's difficult with the with the crappy music that they have today, but uh you can, you know, go for a walk, go out in nature, you know, yeah. go in, go in sun gaze, look at the light, 
you know, uh, try to work on slow things. down, yeah. slow the fuck down. Exactly. Go f go for a walk. You'll be very interested in what you see. You know, yeah. talk yeah. to people, talk to people, or <laughs> don't talk to people. It's up to you. You like everybody has the power to do whatever they want in their in their world. You know, they might feel handcuffed by their job and their surroundings, but ultimately it's a mindset. If you're in a pressure cooker situation where you need to get results, you know, at your job or, or, uh, you know, you've got, uh, money, money problems, you know, it's, there's a lot of people with these problems, you know, and, uh, everything is surmountable, mm -hmm. you know, everything, absolutely. Everything is surmountable. Uh, you, you know, we can all do it. You know, we just got yeah, and your attitude probably repels a lot of people that are lower vibing, right? Yeah, you get it. Everybody gets trolls. Everybody and, drops uh, off. Like people uh, in your life tend to drop off if you're not gonna feed into right the poison and right. you're corny or you're well, they don't believe they don't believe yeah they don't, or they don't believe yeah. in consp <laughs> consp conspiratorial circles you know you're conspirator you know you're into this give it to stuff. me i love conspiratorial you know? yeah, yeah. i live for it because yeah. it's all fascinating i'm not paranoid that's what i remember you know and i'm <laughs> i remember a doctor telling me i remember i've never been in, in a mental institution except when i said that corona was fake to a doctor when I when I got jumped in New York City, I yeah I got jumped and uh, I went in there and I was all beat up and and um, <laughs> doctor doctor that, this is when Rona first came out and I said it was fake and all this shit you know and and, and uh, they put me in a nut hut they snuck me up there they said oh we gotta we gotta put you you know we gotta do an X ray on your lung and next thing I know I'm stuck in this place and they're giving me psych meds I've never taken psych meds my whole life. Yeah, and I, and I had this doctor. She was the main psychiatrist there. She says, "You like Kanye?" Yeah, she <laughs> said. She said to me, "She said well, you're depressed, and we need you to take this medication." I said, "Lady, I'm not depressed." I said, "I'm happy." I said, yeah. "I've never been more happy in my whole life." You know, now yeah. of, of all time in my life, when I'm seeing things clearly as they are, I'm I'm extremely happy. I just so happened to, you know, to run into a viper nest. And uh, you're telling me that I need to take your drugs to get out of here, and I essentially had to do that. This, this nurse Ratchet. Ah, she's a doc. She's a doctor. Well, she's a doctor. Ratchet, yeah, nurse, Dr. Nurse Ratchet. Ratchet. Yeah, it's nuts, man. And they invented nut huts and 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 mental hospitals for this reason to to squash uh, people who vibe high. I believe that, and I, didn't, I never had any experience with with uh mental institutions until then and i saw how intertwined they All are right, with, we have to have another episode yeah we can talk about this theorize about yeah it's not insane institutions yeah. and who's insane and who's not yeah. and yeah. because quite frankly i see a lot of insanity now but it's only because they're programmed big time by um this matrix that they're forcing upon yep. us like all this like gender crap yeah, yeah. so yeah at least you're aware be, of it you know that'll be our are. next conversation Cher. sure there's a ton of there's a metric uh crap ton of 
weird stuff and, and, and amazing breakthroughs, you know? So, yeah. uh, until next time, you know, and, and like I said, just try to try to stay on the upside of the vibe. Yes. You, you, know? too. you too. I always do, you know? So yeah. Thank you very much for, uh, for, for, for this. And, uh, I can't wait to hear the end and, and uh, we'll do it again. You got it. Have a great day. All right. I'll talk to you. Yeah, for sure. Bye-bye. All right. All right. Take care. Bye-bye. Thanks for tuning in to the Hypnotic Quixotic, where we have fascinating conversations about existence.